Welcome to the SBCA podcast, Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Well, welcome, everyone. On today's podcast brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association, we are going to talk about winning. As Vince Lombardi once said, winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. On the podcast today, we are joined by Gene Frogale, president of Annandale Millwork and Allied Systems in Winchester, Virginia, and the newly installed president of SBCA. Gene, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks, Sean. I really appreciate you having me on. I'm a real fan of these and uh, listening to, listen to them often. So uh, let me just say that I love the reference to Vince Lombardi. He was, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but he, he uh, ended his career in Washington as a Washington Redskin. So <laughs> we just love Vince and his ideas. Well, I suppose that's the good connection between us. Me being a Wisconsinite, uh, I've I've been a Vince Lombardi fan my entire life. But uh, as you just pointed out, he ended with you guys. So that's a good connection. So, Gene, let's start by talking about the growth of your company. Uh, can you share a little bit about how Annandale Millwork and Allied Systems got into the component manufacturing business? And can you also share sort of what were the opportunities you saw in your market that sort of drove your growth over time? Well, so um, I'm second generation in my business. My father started this company in 1952 in a little suburb of Washington, D.C. called Annandale, Virginia. And at that time, Sean, it was no more than a cow pasture with maybe one building. And, uh, you know, to my dad's credit, he saw and had a vision of uh, the Washington metropolitan area growing uh, dramatically. And, and of co- course it did. So we, we started as Annandale as a kind of a, a ma and pa um, lumber yard, uh, retail lumber yard. But, you know, dad saw um, the vision of, of growth as the market improved. And early on in his career, he became interested in interior doors and uh, really pioneered the use of pre-hung doors and the pre-hung door machine. Hmm. I guess that launched our interest in uh, efficiency and manufacturing. So we're really successful at that and became really kind of dominant in that field. And we were one of the major suppliers. And then uh, in the late 80s, uh, maybe early 90s, we had customers come to us that wanted us to build wall panels kind of out of the blue. And in retrospect, Trust manufacturing had been established in our area and everybody wanted it, but wall panels, not so much. And Ryan Homes and Envy uh, uh, Homes were really starting to get into it. And some of their competitors, Richmond American for one, had come to us. And I, I think they had tried to go other places, but some of the established uh, roof trust manufacturers did not want to do wall panels. But because we had an experience in manufacturing, we said at least you know, the pre doors, we said we'd give it a try. And uh, my brother Robert and I started Allied Systems. We incorporated in 1989 and really started off uh, on this adventure. We had a rocky start there. The early software and equipment for wall panels was was very bad. And I'll never forget those first years being on the job site, um, really nearly getting run off uh, uh, the job sites. Uh, 
you know, tarred and feathered, so to speak, because it, it just didn't work. But after a while, the software got better, the machinery got, equipment got better, and we were really successful at building wall panels. And, and what happened next was that, you know, our clients said, well, why are you just doing wall panels? Why don't you do roof trusses? And that, that led to investing in a, in a small roof truss company in West Virginia, where we began uh, doing roof trusses and, and uh, floor trusses and engineered wood. And, and today, we really offer uh, a unique package to our clients where we can do their structural components, their walls, their floors, their roofs. But then we can supply all their windows, all their exterior doors, all their interior doors, and all their interior trim, and some of their high-end millwork. Mm. So it really is a unique package, and it's led to uh, you know some solid growth over the years. So what I heard is, I mean, you really grew in response to sort of the requests or the pain points of your builders in your area as things were going on. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you're not listening to your customers, I think that's a what I would call a cardinal sin. You know, you don't always have to do what they say, but um, if, if they have an idea and it's in your capability to do it efficiently, I'm a great believer and, you know, your customers will steer you in the right direction. All right. Well, good. Thank you, Gene. That gives us a good sense of sort of your perspective, where you're coming from, what you guys do. I want to pivot a little bit then and let's talk about the BCMC show that we just got done with here in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, you mentioned that you ran into one of the leading home builders in your market and that he commented when he looked at the show. And, and I said, he said this about the show, but I think he was talking about the industry too, saying, this is where it's at. From your perspective, what do you think he meant by that? Well, I think that, uh, and we're talking about Van Meter Homes and the regional president, uh, Brian Davidson, who uh, I've known for a number of years, uh, we're both active in the Builders Association, and uh, he was president of the NDBIA, and, and I'm the immediate past president. But, uh, you know, they're one of these builders like Toll Brothers that uh, is vertically integrated, and their plant is maybe two miles from ours. So, but we're friendly, and, and they've invited us over, and, and we've talked to them, and we've given them some advice. And They've really gotten into it. I think you can see the rise of their interest in technology dramatically. I mean, they were recently honored by the Virginia Builders Association for a row of townhouses they built that were fully componentized with solar wall panels. And it was just a remarkable growth in that whole area. And I, when I saw Brian, I realized that you know he'd, he'd come, not full circle, but he's embracing the idea of the offsite construction and I'm glad he has. And it's sort of a validation of, of our industry. Okay. Well, speaking of BCMC, you mentioned to me also that your company made a potentially significant discovery at the show, and it happened to be with one of your existing suppliers. Can you share that story with the listeners? Well, I mean, I was talking to you about it because, you know, you meet people and, you know, we are a Senko uh, nail gun uh, company, and they've been so good to us over the years and really given us good service. So it's almost like when we run out of stuff, they're there to fix the machines and or have the, have the nails or staples. So they've been remarkably good. And I think Mike Callahan reached out to me a couple of years ago and said he wanted to get more involved. He's on our uh, membership committee as well. But normally, they're not on my radar screen because they're just so good at what they're doing. But they, they had a display at the show. And uh, it was kind of an interesting new newfangled nailing gun. It's a, a tall wall nailer, not tremendously uh, high tech, not robotic, but, you know, we're building wall panels right now um, on the side and, and manually. And I think that it's one of those little technology improvements 
that saves time and money, a little bit more efficient, and it's the essence of, of how you learn and grow with technology. It was good. And you mentioned that that particular piece of equipment is kind of a prototype, right? They're not producing hundreds of them, right? No, no. They had it on the show. It, it, again, it's, it runs along the wall for a tall wall application. That means you don't really have a framing apparatus table there. It, it's just kind of freehand, which is the way we do it now, which is the way framers used to do it in the field. I mean, everything was just you know, built on a deck and stood up and the old way. But this is an improvement. So, you know, gradual, a little tweak, if you will, but, you know, continuous improvement is, is just that, trying to get better at what you're doing. But I, I suppose the point of that too, Gene, is that, uh, you know, you knew of these guys and yet it took going to the show, sort of walking through the machinery set up there to start the discussion, get the wheels turning and you'll try it out. Potentially it'll have a savings and uh, that's a win-win, right? It's a win for you because you found something that, that works good for your business. And potentially it's a good win for Senco because they found a guinea pig to uh, try this machinery out and hopefully uh, find a case study to promote to others, right? Absolutely. I mean, I was talking to Dave Reed the other day and he said he's got the prototype going and, and you know they're going to let us use it. So it's exactly what the BCMC is all about. And I would encourage any of these vendors or manufacturers that, uh, you know, maybe are reluctant to show at BCMC that you just, you just never know when, you know, the right person's going to be there and want to see your product. All right. So your company grew and evolved and sort of adopted technology in response to the needs of your customers. You have one of your customers and now competitors at the BCMC show commenting that they've essentially drank the Kool-Aid and now fully believe in this offsite construction and are embracing it wholeheartedly. You have these uh, suppliers who are innovating and bringing those innovations to places like BCMC, showing them off, and component manufacturers like you are sort of embracing them and figuring out how to best apply that technology innovation. So in the end, I mean, this is all about continually being open to embracing sort of the latest technology and, and pushing innovation in our industry. I mean, that's, that's kind of the theme I'm hearing from Eugene. So I want to talk about that a little bit more maybe in our next podcast, particularly with regard to, let's say, wall panels and those kinds of things. But to end this podcast, I want to revisit that quote from Labardi, actually. You're the one who originally brought that up to me. That's why I included it in here. And we had that good discussion about Lombardi. But in your mind, how does that Lombardi quote relate to technology and its relationship to our industry? So I, I love that quote, Lombardi, winning isn't everything. It's, it's the only thing. And if you turn it around and discuss technology, it's almost like technology isn't the only, isn't everything. It's the only thing. And, you know, people misinterpret Lombardi that, you know, it was win at any cost, but that's not what it means. It means that we want to be the best we can be at whatever it is that we're doing. If it's football, then it's football. But if it's making wall panels or roof presses, then we want to be the best absolutely that we can. And by embracing technology and these new methods, whether it's a simple thing like a new uh, tall wall nailing system or a complicated robotic floor truss machine. I think that, you know, the true entrepreneurs and, and, and the great businessmen absolutely understand that these things lead to higher productivity. We often think about capitalism, but it's a great source and a great engine of productivity. We can do more 
because we're more efficient. And uh, Lombardi uh, hit the nail on the head. And I think our component industry has really em- embraced technology. And of course, what we're seeing really is uh, bumping up against the uh, loss of, of skilled labor. So this has also been a driver in adopting these new technologies. Now, that doesn't mean we embrace technology for the sake of embracing technology. Not at all. How so? Uh, you know, some technology is bad and doesn't work <laughs> well. And, and that's the challenge to sift through all the competing voices and or things, you know, at the shows or what's coming at you. So um, that's what I think about. It. Well, Gene, I mean, that last part, I think, is an important point to make. I mean, it's it's not embracing technology or innovation for the sake of just continually moving forward. Uh don't fix what isn't broken. But at the same time, if you aren't continually pushing forward and evaluating both what your need is and what might uh, help you move a step further along the, the path towards, you know, prosperity and growth and that sort of thing, uh, then you're just sort of dead in the water, right? If you aren't constantly pushing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Gina, you know, it, I think back to uh, the first question when you were talking about your company starting with uh, doing pre-hung doors. I mean, when uh, your dad started the company manufacturing uh, this product, I would imagine they did not ever envision producing all the things that you're you're putting out the door today, right? No, absolutely not. And that's just a function of time and and having uh, a certain openness to what's next and what else can we do. But it's hard because right now you're producing all these things and we talk about we need to push for, towards the future, but there are many things that your company is going to be pushing out 20 years from now that you never even have conceived of today, right? I think so. You're right. Absolutely. We just... We don't know where this adventure is going to lead us. And uh, again, I'll harken back to we have to listen to our customers and what they're saying. And uh, lots of times the market will dictate the answer and what we need to uh, focus on. Well, and it's it's come up a few times on this podcast uh, over the, the months. But this period of time that we're in where the builder and their demand to build product is coming up against a lot of constraints. And the component manufacturing industry is one of those constraints. And what's interesting about that is it creates a situation that our industry doesn't face very often, which is we're a little bit in the driver's seat as far as having the customer come to us looking for solutions. How can we get this done better, more efficiently? How can we we fix the things that are inefficient in the process? That puts a lot of power in your hands, doesn't it? Well, you know, you're absolutely right, Sean. It's kind of a remarkable point in history. I don't ever remember uh, turning business down for the last 18 months simply because of the constraints in our availability to get raw materials and and, and labor. So I'm the sales guy on our end, and, uh, you know, just it, it doesn't quite feel quite right. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a remarkable time. I think component guys, I hesitate to say we're in the driver's seat, but... I would like to say that we have a great opportunity to show our builders, you know, the strength of our offsite capabilities. And, you know, <laughs> there are still pockets of people in the region that think wall panel, panel building is, is uh, you know, they can stick build better. I, I, I can still see that. But, you know, we have so much room to grow. I think 
you know, we're looking at uh, spray foam insulation within the walls. I know in your neck of the woods, you have a number of component manufacturers that install windows in the factory. And so I think that's an area we can work on. Plenty of parts of the country are using floor cassettes. I think that's another big innovation we can start to bring forward. So this runway of innovation is just, it's, it's just taking off, you know, get ready, <laughs> buckle your seatbelt. Let's get ready. Well, Gene, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Love doing it. And uh, let's do it again. Absolutely. Well, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others. Also, consider subscribing to SPCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way, you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. And speaking of next podcast, Gene and I are going to talk more about how his company is embracing innovation, particularly with regard to wall panels. This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com. <laughs>